As you know, we're in our eighth year of presenting prophecy updates. This is number 397. We talk a lot about prophecy because the Bible is uh, over a quarter prophecy. One in every four verses is either a fulfilled prophecy or a future prophecy awaiting fulfillment. Eighty percent of the Bible's prophecies have already come true. Those that have not come true are all concerned with what we commonly call the end times or the last days. They, too, must be fulfilled to the letter. What do we mean by prophecy update? It's our belief that we can identify trends in the world and news items that would be expected in light of those unfulfilled prophecies. We're not saying the things we report are the fulfillment of prophecies, only that they're what you'd expect to be happening in the light of what we know about the future. Now, the rebirth of the modern state of Israel is a miraculous fulfillment of Bible prophecies. God said he would disperse his people all over the earth, but in the last days, he would draw them back to their land, and he has done that. The Bible also predicts that Israel and Jerusalem in particular will be, it says in Zechariah, a cup of trembling causing the other nations of the world enormous problems. Eventually, all the nations of the world will marshal against Israel. That's in Joel, in Amos, in Zechariah, and in Matthew. You'd expect in light of that prophecy for more and more nations to be against Israel even today, and that is certainly the trend or the perceived trend. Israel's, uh, Israelis see it. Uh, Ynetnews.com in Israel posted a story titled, Nearly three-quarters of Israeli Jews feel that the whole world is against us. Here's some excerpts from that article. The Israel Democracy Institute, the IDI, and Tel Aviv University have released the monthly Peace Index poll. According to the report's findings, the Jewish public is aware of the deterioration that has occurred in Israel's international status, which seems to stem from the intensification of voices calling to boycott Israel and its institutions. The report highlights the clear majority, 71% of the Jewish public, agrees with the assertion that the countries of the world make moral demands of Israel that they do not make of other countries that are in situations of conflict. This sentiment represents the broader consensus in feeling that the whole world is against us. Similarly, a large majority, 69% of Israeli Jews, characterize Israel's relations with the countries of the world as not good, the study found. Figures with uh, deep roots, uh, here's something that you may not have noticed. I'll quote from an article I read. Figures with deep roots in America's religious right have launched a quiet effort aimed at pushing evangelical Christians away from decades of growing loyalty to Israel towards increased solidarity with the Palestinians. The campaign by a coalition of religious leaders, international nonprofits, and activists has taken place in recent years largely behind the scenes and away from the prying eyes of the political press. It's being driven by a generation of evangelicals alienated by the way their faith was yoked to Republican foreign policy during the Bush years. Now, organizations like the Telos Group and the large Christian nonprofit World Vision have joined a small army of ministers and Christian opinion makers working to reorient evangelical stance on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, producing documentaries about the plight of the Palestinian Christians, providing theological rationale for a more balanced view of the issue, and taking evangelicals on trips to the Middle East. In June of 2011, the Pew Research Center conducted a survey a majority of American evangelical leaders, 49%, expressed neutrality when asked if they sympathize more with Israelis or Palestinians. 30% expressed support for Israelis, 13% for the Palestinians. 
It highlighted the fact that only a minority within the evangelical leadership today holds strong pro-Israel views when it comes to Israel's occupation of the West Bank and attendant conflict with the Palestinians. And so this is just what you'd expect, <coughs> excuse me, from reading the Bible. We don't expect or need anything to happen or to be fulfilled before Jesus can resurrect and rapture the church. That's presented as an imminent event. And so every week I ask you the same thing. Are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready, stay ready, and keep looking up because ready or not, Jesus is coming.